Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of How to Scale a Business. I'm Darwin, your host for today's episode, and I am with Leslie Munsell, the founder and, and president, and also CEO of Beauty for Real. Hey, Leslie, how are you? I'm great, Darwin. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Thank, <laughs> thank you so much, by the way, for coming in our show. And also, can you please share some information about you and what you're doing? Sure. Um, I started Beauty for Real now more than 10 years ago, and we are a color cosmetics brand um, that is sold uh, online at our website, beautyforreal.com, and also on Amazon. And then we have some brick and mortar locations, primarily inside uh, independent salons and spas. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Amazing. And yeah. also, yeah, I like makeup, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, because... Of course. Yeah. Don't most women like makeup? Yeah. Even I, I like makeup. Actually, when I uh, I was on high school, I do makeup. Yeah, it's part of my sideline, you know, so that oh, I could cool. yeah, so that I could earn yes, um some incomes during my um during high school. So yeah. yeah. I, I love makeup to be honest, but it just stopped oh, it's great. because yeah, um it just stopped because um, when I graduated in college, um, I just do marketing and yeah, that's the end of it. <laughs> well, it's great. I've, I've been a professional makeup artist, I guess you could wow. say celebrity because I've worked with lots of celebrities wow. um, makeup artists for more than 30 years. And it's an amazing career because, uh-huh. you know, there really aren't too many things that you can do where you can touch someone and really yeah. make them different about themselves. Exactly. So. I think it's been, you know, it's really a sensational career and it's very gratifying to work as a, as a makeup artist and have look in the mirror and after you've finished and go, wow, I, you know, this really, I look amazing. And you can tell just by the way that their demeanor is that you've really impacted them in a very strong, favorable way. So I love the interaction with, with women, with the consumer and, and doing that and, and teaching and, you know, just introducing uh-huh. new techniques and new products. And, you know, in addition to doing that, um, we, you know, now have a beauty brand that I use most of our our products primarily, you know, in all of the applications uh-huh. that I do, depending, you know, for, let's say for, I want to say real women, uh-huh. um, you know, for beauty makeup. And then sometimes if it's for a special um avant-garde kind of thing you know maybe for a hair show or you know things like that there'll Uh be things that I incorporate that are not necessarily beauty for real but for the most part you know it's really fun because it's gratifying also to create product Mm -hmm. uh, and spend a lot of time doing that and then you know use it and have people react super positively and and become fans of the brand and want to use it forever yeah you know exactly very cool yeah, I totally agree for that one. And thank you so much, by the way, um, Leslie, for sharing that information here in the show. And also, um, I'd like to ask, because we're too curious here, um, can you tell us about the history and the background of your business? Sure. Um, like I said, we started about 10 years ago. And at the time, um, actually prior to starting Beauty for Real, I had been working as an artist independently. You know, I had an agent and kind of travel all over the world doing um, different projects. Uh, And also I was working with a brand called Aveda, which Mm -hmm. is 
um, a beauty brand that most people kind of associated it with hair because they do a lot of hair care product and they're sold internationally. Um, when I started working with them about 20 or so years ago as an educator, they were still privately owned by the founder of the company. Mm -hmm. His name was Horst Reckelbacher, and he was truly a visionary when he started Aveda more than, gosh, now more than 40 years ago um, in the uh, in the in the arena of sustainability, aromatherapy, mm -hmm. using plant based ingredients rather than petrochemicals. Um, everything, you know, on a much more um, holistic sort of approach, which at the time was really unique. Of course, now, you know, everybody's talking about it and doing it. Um, about 15 years ago, Abeta was sold to Estee Lauder. Mm -hmm. And I worked with both with their as an independent and, all, and then also as part of uh, under the Lauder umbrella, um, did both. So um, that was kind of how I sort of launched myself in the beauty in the beauty world. And when I was working with Aveda, mostly as an educator, but I also worked on product development and interaction with the press and creating collections. And then we would that's what we would then go out and teach mm -hmm. and present to the market, which was, you know, all professionals working in salons and spas. Oh, so. Wow. Um, you know, and and as when it became part of under the Lauder, uh, Estee Lauder umbrella, on one hand, it was terrific because, you know, Lauder is one of the world's largest um, beauty brands and they own or beauty companies and they own many brands. Yeah. And it gives you a lot of clout when you go into, let's say, manufacturing or, you know, anything like that to say that you're part of a Lauder brand and mm -hmm. people people pay a lot more attention to you um yeah. or even if you're talking to retailers you know whatever but on the other hand you know it lost in my opinion it lost a little bit of its um entrepreneurial spirit spirit you know they have shareholders they're a public mm -hmm. companies so they've got a you know answer to that which i totally get but you know to, in my mind it lost a little bit of that fun entrepreneurial sort of feeling that the brand had and so I thought, you know what, why don't I try some things out on my own, you know, kind of not really realizing what, what I was getting myself into, you know, how hard can it be, right? Um, well, I certainly over the 10 years have learned a lot um, and it's been fantastic. So when I, when I started, you know, uh -huh. I kind of thought, well, I don't want to really go into salon spa because, you know, been there, done that. I wanted to try something different. And so I was, we we really did a lot of different things. I was on um, home shopping. I did that, uh, which was great for a period of time. Mm -hmm. um, we've always had an Amazon presence. We always had our website. Um, I talked to a lot of different department stores to do like a big retail presence mm -hmm. in, you know, Bloomingdale's or Nordstrom, Neiman Marcus. I talked to all of those. And in the end, we kind of declined doing it because, it really was challenging with the margins and everything and that continues. So I'm kind of glad I didn't do it. Um, and what else have we, we did, we created product for American Eagle. Um, and now what has happened 
we over COVID, actually just prior to COVID, we decided yeah. that we really wanted to put more attention into our own direct-to-consumer site, which we did, which was great. And then um, after COVID, we, we have been working on repackaging and kind of rebranding, repackaging the product. Mm-hmm. Um, what we've seen is that once a consumer uses our product, they love it. And we have a lot of repeat purchases and the lifetime value of the customer, you know, is pretty strong. Mm-hmm. So we're happy with that. Um, and, but what we realized was that while they love the formulations and they love the colors that we needed to kind of change our packaging a little bit because we had had a, and and you still see it out there because we're kind of halfway in between the old and the new, Um, But we had a cursive logo, which was a little challenging to read in photography. And so much of online sales obviously is, you know, based on how the product looks in a photograph, whether it's Mm -hmm. on your website or, you know, an influencer does a flat lay of a bunch of products together. You've got to really have to have your logo out there front and center so that it's very visible and recognizable. Yeah. So we've been working on our repackaging project, which we've got all the design work done now and, you know, identified all of the componentry and we're really using kind of the same formulas and the same shading. And in most cases, the same component, just changing the color and the logo and, you know, that type of thing, making it a little bit more easily, sort of easily um, identified Mm -hmm. and recognized and legible. Um, so that's what we're kind of in the middle of now. And also, um, Estee Lauder decided not to continue producing Aveda's makeup. Um, so there's a bunch of salons out there, literally hundreds of them that can no longer get product who we're really tapping into. So I'm tapping into that brick and mortar, um, sort of arena a little bit more strongly as well. All right. Wow. Amazing. Amazing story. <laughs> yeah. And also why you were um, sharing that here. Um, Actually, I tried to search your name in Instagram and then, mm-hmm. wow, amazing. Actually, I, yeah, I follow you in Instagram and as well, your beauty brand, which is Beauty For Real. And then, oh, awesome. So you're yeah. already following me. You know what? Also, I have a really, um, uh-huh. I have a good page on TikTok myself personally. Yeah. Um, which has really been fun. It was it was such a weird um, thing because, mm-hmm. you know, I was always on Instagram or even Facebook, you know, before everybody was on Facebook first, mm-hmm. right? You know, I've always had Facebook and Instagram active and all, but, you know, didn't really, I mean, I love to do it when I feel like doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but when you, you have to do it, it's like, it becomes a little <laughs> bit of a chore. And someone who I was working with as a marketing consultant, told me she said you know you need to go on to tiktok just as you not the brand and you need to go on and you know just talk about tips and tricks and you know do things like that yeah exactly Um, you can use you know your product use other product mix it all up and make it where you're more you personally are a beauty expert Uh and then people will you know inquire about the brand and things like that so you know i started doing it in my mind i'm thinking oh great another another social media Oh, great. You know? Um, and I had a friend who he was kind of an influencer and he knew about TikTok and he's really great at, you know, editing video and doing all that. And I'm kind of not so great at it. So, um, 
he lived near me. So he said, come over, you know, we'll shoot a bunch of videos. I'll show you how to edit them, how to upload it, how to do everything. Um, being not such a great technical individual. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we did, and we shot like, you know, 10 videos in an afternoon and he started loading them up one day at a time. And, you know, mind you, I had no zero followers. Uh I didn't, had just didn't know anything about TikTok. I just, we just started doing it. And the fifth video that we loaded got 2.4 million views just like that. And so I thought, well, this is a whole lot more fun than Instagram and Facebook because, you know, for the most part, you, if you don't have, you know, a million followers, you're not going to get as many views as if you've got a couple thousand. So, uh, you know, this was just like, you get in that algorithm and people like what your, your video is. And all of a sudden Mm -hmm. it goes viral, which is really fun. Wow. Amazing. And also uh, I really love your um, liquid shadow. (laughs) Yeah. Because I, it's terrific. (laughs) Yeah, it was. So it's just like a highlighter, right? Well, the colors that we chose to produce that in thus far have been pretty light colors um, purposefully because it, you know, when you're putting it on, you can either put it on with your, you can, you swipe it on and you can just leave it as is, or you can blend it with your finger, or you can use a brush to blend it with, you can apply it with a brush, however you like. But um, it felt to me like the best color choices were light colors just because of yeah. the ease of application. When you start to use deeper deeper colors, it can get a little bit trickier. And I feel like when you're using darker colors, like when you're creating a contour mm-hmm. or emphasis at the lash line or something like that, it's almost better to use a powder because you can be really very specific about the placement of it, which you need to do with a darker color. Um, so they are really strong light and therefore you know it highlights because it's going to bring the the light and bring the the feature that you put it on forward so it sort of it sort of works as a highlighter um and of course depending on your skin tone and all of that but really great and they're an incredible um long wearing formula that we did So for people who, um, you know, have a lot of creasing or that makeup disappears throughout the day, Mm -hmm. uh, which, you know, depending on your, your body type, whatever your chemistry, it's varies for everybody, but this stuff is fantastic because it just doesn't budge and it stays forever. Wow. Amazing. And also I'd like to ask for you, um, as the CEO of beauty for real, can you walk us through to your overall business strategy? The business strategy? Uh-huh. Like in terms of? Yeah, um, strategy for business, how you manage it. Yeah, so um, for for me right now, I mean, I've done uh, different things. I've had mm-hmm. different marketing um, consultants. I've had different advertising, you know, for online mm-hmm. advertising um, companies. I've, I've used some really big ones. Um, I've used some individuals to do the same kind of thing, um, who work, you know, outside of the brand. So for our brand, the people that we have actually working for the brand alone, I have, uh, myself obviously, and I'm kind Mm of, you know, wearing a lot of hats. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got someone who does all the graphics and the web management, 
Um, he runs the back end of the of the website. He does all of the graphics. We we do a lot of email to our email list. We we do at least one um, email and SMS every week. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, depending on the time of year or what we've got going on, we'll do you know during let's say Black Friday kind of week or you know during the holidays mm-hmm. we'll do even up to three a week um, emails and SMS. Um, so he works on all of that, putting it together, laying it out, mm-hmm. um, you know, with direction from marketing. And then I have a, a woman who works in our, we do our own shipping. Um, so she works in shipping and she also does invoicing and billing and, you know, all that kind of stuff, bookkeeping. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've had over the years, you know, a marketing consultant, I also have now someone working on our social media and really the strategy um, of what we're really wanting to work through now. I want to keep my costs uh, of doing business really at a minimum and, you know, increase our sales. So we're really wanting to create more exposure. One thing that we're doing that sort of enables that is I have an ongoing um, business relationship with Ipsy. Mm-hmm. which is the world's largest um, subscription um, in the monthly subscription company in beauty. Yeah. They have millions of subscribers, which has been really great for us. So we've been working with them on um, a program that they call Ipsy and power for, I guess now going into the fourth year. Yeah. And each year we do several collaborations with them where um, we formulate product together and, you know, really develop new product together. And, you know, so we identify what product we want to create. We have a formula um, that we start with and then, you know, go back and forth um, over and over to get it exactly where we want it. And then they produce it and they pay for the production of it. And they, you know, put it into one of their monthly boxes, which can be, you know, up to a half a million pieces of product. And we order our inventory at the same time they order theirs so that we get a really great um, cost of goods because, you know, you're ordering a big quantity. So that's been really good. And, you know, it gets the product out into the hands of a lot of consumers, a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So it's great for brand awareness. And I feel like, you know, this is sort of the most challenging part. The beauty space is a, is very crowded. I mean, yeah. there are products out there. So you've got to have, you know, a, a story, which I can share with you, sort of a brand story or a brand differential, yeah. you know, that makes your brand a little bit different from what already exists out there yeah. and how well you tell that story and how well you connect with the people who will connect with that story is, you know, what it's all about because it's a very crowded space. So you've got to, you know, that's the challenging part. That's the tough work I think is, you know, just creating brand awareness because we're dealing, we're working, we're up against a lot of really big players um, between Lauder and L'Oreal and Shiseido and, you know, they own multiple, multiple brands that, the you know it's interesting because i think a lot of consumers want to support small brands 
and they and they'll buy small emerging brands but what they don't know is oftentimes those brands are owned by huge companies yeah you know because they don't really talk about it so so people so the consumer doesn't really know but anyway that's kind of you know and our so our strategy is really creating brand awareness through influencers through mm-hmm. um the collaborations that we do um we don't spend a ton of money on marketing as present yeah because we're going through this new packaging um period uh so we don't you know we're not really wanting to put a lot of money into selling old product because it's all going to change you know mm-hmm. yeah i totally agree for that one And also, um, I do remember as well when I was in high school. So during that time, I am still learning how to do makeup, to be honest. And my uh-huh. um, uncle is a professional uh, makeup artist as well. Too. Yeah. So that's the reason why I encourage to do makeup. Yeah. So yeah, during that time, I wasn't know how to do makeup. So what I just did, um, those old makeup product that my uncle have, I just, you know, um, get it and then I'll just try it to myself and to my friend as well. And then mm-hmm. I do watch um, James Charles' video. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you know James Charles? Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, um, Bretman Rock. And then who's the other, um, yeah, a, a guy that I watched before. I think that's um, Brian. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, yeah it's pretty, especially with... I'm assuming, at, and I, I don't know you, so I don't know how old you are, but I'm assuming that you're on uh-huh. the younger side um, compared to compared to me, you know, but because uh-huh. I'm 64. And by the way, that's also a big part of what our brand is about is the simplicity and the ease of use. Because after all the years that I've been doing makeup, not only for, you know, commercial for mm-hmm you know, photo shoots and TV and things like that, but also for just women who want to look great and want to have an update to their makeup or want to purchase makeup or, yeah. you know, whatever it is for their everyday life. Yeah. Um, that most women in real life don't want to overdo it. They want to have it simple and clean. They just want to look really pretty and they yes. maybe want to do it in, you know, a handful of products. And a lot of the tutorials that you see that are out on YouTube and Instagram or you, wherever you, TikTok, wherever you find it, mm-hmm. they're using so many products. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's so overdone yeah. that, yeah, it looks really interesting. It looks great on camera and it's yeah. fun to see someone do it. Mm-hmm. And it's very creative and effective. But if you saw that person in real life walking down the sidewalk, you would be like, oh, my God, that... You know, that's way too much. And yeah, exactly. You know, it starts to look to me, uh, and this is just, you know, my aesthetic, what I like, it starts mm-hmm. to look a little bit like everyone looks like a drag queen. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> those are the techniques oftentimes that they're using are techniques that have been, you know, used in drag forever. So, uh-huh. you know, if you see a, a pretty woman with great skin with, 16 tons of foundation on and yeah. you know all the contour and all the all the stuff you're kind of going well what is she doing why does she <laughs> why is she putting all that makeup on she yeah. looked better before you know what I mean yeah so and that's just my personal aesthetic and that's kind of what 
I when I was working more as a as an artist, mm -hmm. that's kind of what I was sort of known for within my agency and you know my let's say niche. I worked with a lot of athletes, so it was like you know, Venus and Serena Williams and women from the WNBA and professional golfers um, and, and some performers too, who you, who you think of that are not necessarily like, like Shakira, you know, she's yeah. not a huge makeup wearer, but she needs, she needs and wants really high performance makeup that makes her look, you know, very beautiful and pretty. And mm -hmm. that's sort of what beauty for real is really about is, you know, real life. So yeah. in addition to, you know, keeping it, we have a lot of two for one things, you know, that are packaged. So like our tinted moisturizer and our concealer are together in one. It's not one formula, but it, it's actually two different formulas, but it's in one package. So you've got both of them together. Oh. Um, we have highlighter and blush combination that's in one package. We have uh, bronzer and highlighter together in one package just to make her life easier and yeah. more um, but we also are doing in our marketing, we show women of all ages. So it could be, you know, a, a, a young woman, a young teen or something like that up mm -hmm. to a woman who's 90 years old and everyone in between because, you know, traditional makeup marketing over the years, and I've done a lot of it, would always use a teenage girl, maybe 20 with, you know, amazing features, beautiful skin, put a whole bunch of makeup on them, Photoshop the heck out of it. So they're even beyond, you know, perfect yeah. and then put it out into the marketplace. And that's what we were all to aspire to look like. And mm -hmm. what what's happening is that, you know, people are kind of becoming more resistant to that because it's not realistic and and women really want to see something that they can relate to like mm -hmm. the okay this i can connect to this because this feels more like it's doable right yeah um and it's also to me like when you see a lot of ads you'll see you know in in a magazine or online wherever like i'm thinking of magazines because i still every once in a while look at one <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, you'll see, you know, a girl with amazing, these great, you know, crazy big eyelashes for a mascara ad. And then down below in tiny little print that you're never going to see unless you really look for it. Yeah. It'll say that lash inserts, meaning false lashes were used in a mascara ad, mm -hmm. which to me, it's like, you're kind of being deceitful to the consumer because that's not mascara. That's false eyelashes. Yeah. So it's not, it's not cool. So so in addition to using women of all ages, we also don't do any filter, no editing, no Photoshop, no nothing. So what you see is what you get. So yeah. that when the product goes on, Amazing. you're seeing what it actually looks like on somebody without any post alteration or anything. So, um, you know, that's what Beauty for Real is all about. Wow. Amazing. And yeah, what I observe as well in your Instagram posts. And your page yep. post, yeah, um, it was natural. There's no edit, yeah, because I zoom it in so that I could see as well the you know the finished product, and then yeah, amazing. And also, yeah. um, Leslie, we are now already in the last question. Actually, <laughs> yeah, um, it's having fun, um, to chatting with you. So yeah, for the last question, this is too important because we'll need to add this to the podcast title. Um, so mm -hmm. that yeah, we could highlight your brands um and what you're doing there. So yeah, for the last question, if anybody wants to connect or anyone there thinking about working with you 
or partnering with you maybe, where's the best place they can go or what is the best way to do that? Okay. So that you want, if someone wants to direct, uh, like a direct connection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the easiest thing to do is to go onto our website, beautyforreal.com. And, um, there's a place, well, actually you could just go to info at beautyforreal.com, just I N F O at beautyforreal.com and, um, send a message and then we can, we'll, you know, get back to you. So just send a message with an inquiry um, to that email address. And then we also have a um, thing on our website at the bottom of the homepage. There is a, uh, if people are interested in inquiry for wholesale accounts, like if they want to open an account, um, we do that uh, at the bottom of the homepage, you see wholesale inquiry. So they can just click on that. Um, and then we also have a makeup artist program that they can join, which gives them a 50%, like a pro discount. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a wholesale account, which they would do that at info at beautyforreal.com. Wow. So guys, take note of that one. And thank you so much, um, Leslie, for letting us know um, yeah, about that. And yeah, another pure of the gold wheel car today from a guest. And it's really a pleasure for having you here, Leslie. Yeah, and- well, thank you, Darwin. And thank I'd love so to have much. everyone, you know, everyone who listens to follow our social media. You know, it's just beauty for real on 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 everything. Or they can follow me, Leslie Munsell. I've got all of it too. So it was great, great to talk with you. Thank you so much. And guys, thank you so much as well for sticking here with us. If you got any value for today's episode, we would love to get a rating or review where you get the podcast. If there's someone in myth of growing their business or thinking about starting a business, send this episode to them and then take one thing that you learned today. Go out, implement it, execute, and let us know how it goes. We want to hear your wins and above all things for being here with us today. We really appreciate it a lot and see you in the next one. Cheers.